0: Hey, mamas. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mamas Movement podcast. I pray that through this platform, we're able to grow together, not only as mamas, but as women, sisters, friends, and most importantly, daughters of the king. This platform is for us, the Christian mama that strives to live and lead a life of excellence while being a model for her children to follow. I'm so grateful you have joined me here. Now let's get to growing. Remember, this is a safe space. This is a sisterhood. This is the Mamas Movement. mamas and welcome to this episode of the mama's movement podcast i hope that you all have been enjoying the episodes thus far and today i know that we will be in for a special treat i'm so excited to be joined by joy bradford hello joy
1: hello how are you hey mamas Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this episode. Um, and just a small FYI, mamas, I came to know of Joy just about three years ago at a conference that we both attended, and Joy was actually a facilitator. And Joy, I just want to tell you that I really appreciated your authenticity and just your love and fervor for the things of God. And so, it's just so cool. Three years later, I'm able to this platform, so God is so intentional, and I love it.
1: I believe that, yes, absolutely.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, thanks again. So, let's get right into it, Joy. Maybe for starters, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who
1: is Joy? Oh. Yes, so my name is Joy Bradford. I am a wife to Dr. TJ Bradford. My husband works in agriculture at a university in Starkville Mississippi if anybody's ever heard of Mississippi State University that's where he serves as a professor and I'm a mama I have a almost three-year-old Reagan Grace will be three on December the 1st cannot believe it oh my (laughs) god she she is full of spice and sass Um, so (laughs) that is Reagan Grace and then I'm currently expecting I'm expecting a little boy and he is scheduled to make his debut on January 28th so we shall see so I'm a mama for sure I actually get a chance to stay home with Reagan I'm a life coaching mentor and I have the awesome opportunity to serve so many women in that capacity that's my heartbeat if I were totally transparent it's what I was created to do what I was put here on the earth to do so I really enjoy that and I love to see the transformation that takes place with the people that I get to connect with. So I do that with Bradford Coaching and Mentoring. And also, I oh, am a consultant for Lynn Cross Publishing. So the conference we met at, Heather and Canadians Lindsay, they have a publishing company. And so there's lots of people who want to publish, are like, where do I start? What do I do? And so yeah. I actually help walk alongside the process for that. So I do that. I also teach dance. <laughs> I actually oh got my a God. dance minor. In college and so I teach ballet at a local dance company here in town and the last thing I do I know so many things right the <laughs> last thing I do is I serve as COO for a non there's a guy that I went to high school with that later went to the NFL and has a heart for youth and he yes. actually just gives back in a major way and so all the things that he wants to do I'm just here to say okay how can I help so I serve as COO for his nonprofit. so lots of things and those are all of the things I work in as it pertains to like a volunteer role. I also lead worship at my local church. So I lead awesome. a team of people, about 15, 20 people, and they love Jesus and we have fun every Sunday. So oh. those are all the things. <laughs>
0: things indeed but I love that like oh my gosh and I think it's also like so encouraging for mamas especially new ones that might feel as though their hands are tied right and they can't do Mm -hmm. more than what your typical life consists of and that's work and home and it's so nice to see that you have like all these different tentacles so to speak where you can just really like thrive oh my gosh I love it and you said something that really just kind of struck a chord so dance is like my heart and to see oh that, I did not know that so oh. incredible and joy I'm telling you like we've been online for maybe five minutes and I'm <laughs> inspired because I'm honestly at a place where you know my son he's not quite two but we're like navigating that stage and I'm like Allison you know you gotta get back to like your first love and that's yeah. dancing I'll be honest I've been struggling with just getting back to it and so that's so inspiring to see that do life, it. you're do doing it, it.
1: <laughs> yes do it I just believe that God gives us particular gifts and talents that everybody doesn't have an opportunity to have access to so when he gives us those having the opportunity to continue to work and function in those it's rewarding for others because it's our gifts and talents but it's rewarding for us because it's what we've created to do and so although it can be intimidating especially after having babies or even just the growth of life. And I'm like, you know, 30 plus, 20, 30 plus years old. What does that look like? It looks like you just said, okay, God, I know you gave this to me as a gift and a talent. And I want to make sure that it doesn't, um, I don't bury it in the ground. Right. But I use it or I recreate it or I do something with it. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And so we definitely want to talk a little bit more about your life coaching aspect. Sure. As we kind of navigate through. But I have to ask, so when it comes to Reagan, who is absolutely the cutest.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah, she's so precious. Um, what can you say that you love the most about this age in her life? And just being able to, like, see her grow through this particular season. What do you love most about it?
1: I think just learning her personality. She has been full of personality since she was little. We knew she was going to be something special. But she just is Miss Pris. But she is super independent. She's super intentional about what she wants. And I think, I mean, it's so beautiful to see that at an early age and see her beginning to walk in. what I i think it'll help us navigate her calling and her purpose. Okay, Lord, you know, what direction do we put her in? And to not make her be what, what mama maybe want. But what does God want? What does God yeah. want for her? And so I think that just doing that and she's beginning to talk, of course, and, you know, having conversation and that kind of stuff. So that is always so much fun I'm like what did you say little girl (laughs) so that is so much fun in this day just to enjoy that and of course when we're around with family she's a life of the party because she is missed she's that she does not meet a stranger so she is missed like debut all the things and so she just it's a really fun age right now for sure
0: I love that I love that now does she know she's going to be a big sister yet we have conversation
1: I'll say Reagan who's in mommy's belly and she'll say baby brother so I oh. think that we talk about it often now. When he comes home, and she realizes her time, her space has to be shared. My lap—I'm not too sure how that transition will be, but <laughs> right now, when we're out or we see babies at church, she just flocks and then I'm like, "Don't touch him!" But she just loves babies. Oh. So oh. I think if she thinks she get to bring one home, it may be cool for a minute, but
0: we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> so. Oh, that is so precious. That is so precious. And so when you think about just like raising her and just really just being a part of like her journey through life, what can you say are some practical ways that like you effectively communicate the love of Jesus to her and you make sure that she knows who she is in him?
1: Yeah, I think I think that's something that my husband and I try to be extremely intentional about we are often telling her who she is we're often telling her how special she is we're often telling her how much we love her probably to the point to where she's like oh my gosh mom and dad yeah because sometimes I'll say I and I just say I she'll say love you I'm like that's right so she just she knows that she's loved we'll ask her who's who's the prettiest girl in the world Reagan she'll say me who's the smartest girl in the world she'll say me and so I'm like that's right so we're intentional with that I also try on a regular basis to worship around her so that yeah. she will know the importance of worship and of course that has spurred her to, to when she hears worship music she'll lift her hands so she wow. knows okay right. this is what time it is right and so right. I've gotten shots from the nursery and they'll be like Reagan's back here worshiping I'm like <laughs> the Lord." so um, just they're intentional on their piece so it's cool to have people to come alongside you to do that of course she's only there once or twice a week but at home I'd probably much rather have my quiet time alone right uh-huh, but sometimes uh-huh. I'm intentional about doing it in front of her so she sees mom worshiping she sees mom wor- praying or reading the word and I'll read scripture out loud sometimes so that takes intentionality because like I said my preference is to to still away for a minute because it's me and Reagan all day long and all the jobs and all the things but sometimes right. if I want to be intentional about planting those seeds I have to, to do that in front of her.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, they are watching. Sometimes, like, I look at my son and I'm like, how do you even know? <laughs> (laughs) Repeat something I said maybe two days ago or do something I did a week ago, but it's just a reminder that they are watching. And so I love that. Like you have to be intentional about just showing them, not only telling them, but showing them what this life looks like with Jesus. And so I completely, I completely love that. And so would you say after having Reagan and then now being with child again, Would you say that your spiritual life has grown or evolved after becoming a mama?
1: Absolutely. I believe a mama, a job of a mama is like no other occupation, no other responsibility. I think, I think I thought I was selfless before, or I thought that I really understood the importance of serving before, but Reagan being a mom has just totally transformed my mindset and just how I process things. Mm -hmm. So I think what I've probably learned the most about being a mom is just learning how to be selfless and learning how to, to balance between, you know, making sure mommy's okay because there's a balance to that. I think sometimes as moms, we overdo it and that self care portion can get Mm -hmm. lost. Mm -hmm. And if we're not functioning in a hundred percent, We can't offer that back to our our kids and our husbands. So there's a balance to it for sure. But there's a sacrificial component as a mom that we offer of ourselves. We give a part of ourselves in so many ways, our bodies, all the things, right? In so many ways that it just taught me selflessness in a different light. So my continual journey and my continual um, intention is to make sure that I give all to make sure that some of the things that I experienced as a child, my parents were great, but there were some things I experienced and I said, you know what? I'm going to be intentional that Reagan doesn't ever have to feel that way. Right. But that mm-hmm. takes intentionality. So being intentional about that, but then balancing it with make sure my cup is filled, filled up so that she won't suffer because of my emptiness. Wow. So that balance of, of those things are definitely some things I've learned in, in this mamahood, <laughs> if you will. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. And that's so powerful because I mean, truly joy, it really is a balancing act. And I don't yeah. think, you understand that until you really just become a mama and really just walk into the fullness that this role really is. And, and you're right. right. Yeah. It's like, you can't let yourself, you know, fall to the wayside, so to speak, you know, yes, your children, your family, your husband, they are first, they are priority, but you also have to be able to pour back into yourself because it's essential. It's essential. It's essential. That's right. Yeah, so I I totally agree. And so what would you say that you are learning the most about yourself in Mm -hmm. this season?
1: I think I'm learning, and I think this is something that I didn't see when I was a single because Mm -hmm. I kind of could do my my own thing whenever I wanted to do it. But just the importance of consistency and order, Mm. I think, with with having a husband and having a child and having, of course, a mama's job is often never completed, right? But oh, I, think, <laughs> I think just learning the importance of those things and learning how when those things are out of whack, how they can slowly but surely spiral just my home and the order of my home out of whack. And I think one of the things I value most at home is peace. I want my yeah. husband to come home to a peaceful home.
0: I want my child
1: to wake up and, you know, experience peace at home. And so I think if I'm not intentional about just that consistency and order of schedule, of planning, of events, small things of I mean laundry. Let's I mean let's be honest, who loves laundry, right? But I think it's so important. All those components play a role in just the balance of my life. Now, that's for me personally. If I come into a chaotic space when it's stuff everywhere, my heart just becomes chaotic. But that's important.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, so,
1: yeah. I just try to keep order and consistency in place to where we can have just peace in the home. And so it's, of course, a spiritual peace, but I think that elements and components of just life can bring, can can disturb peace as well. And so finding that consistency and order is, is something that I continually strive to do. Do I get it right every week? Absolutely not.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: mm-hmm. I'm intentional about saying, okay, this is how I'll tweak it this week, or this is how I might say, hey, babe, this is how I need your help this week. Yeah. So that's... I'll reach out for help. I think sometimes as mamas, we want to be super moms and do it all. And I think that- that was a challenge at first is I can do it. I mean, I got it. I got this and that's okay to have it. But sometimes it's like, well, no babe, I need you to do this this time. And I need you to help me and support me in this way. And it brings peace and, you know, clarity for me. So we all win.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I do just want to like briefly pause right there because I think what you said is gold, honestly, and just like asking for help and knowing that Mm -hmm. it's okay because I think also like, As mama, sometimes you can feel as though, you know, if I'm asking for an olive branch or I'm asking someone to assist me in this endeavor that it's not totally mine anymore Mm -hmm. and I don't get to have that control anymore. I can't say that I did this for my child. And so sometimes we may feel as though we want to just do everything, like you say, do (laughs) everything so that we don't feel sort of, um, I guess, so we don't feel like bad about it inside. So we feel... As though, you know, we, we took care of it. And so I love that because I think it's so key. Like you have to be able to ask for help because I found that even in my own life, you allow these things to be like bottled up inside and they fester Mm -hmm. and then you're not the person that you know, you would like to be in that moment. And so you have to ask for help. And I just believe that like we're called to community for a reason. Yes. Um, know we have villages for a reason and so especially in this journey you have to be able to reach out to them phone a friend so yes (laughs) absolutely yeah for sure and so thinking about when you just um began your mothering journey is there any advice that you might share with fellow mamas that maybe you didn't receive or you wish someone would have told you as you started your mothering journey
1: I think some of the most beneficial advice that I would probably want to offer a new mom would be to know that what we kind of just circled away from her to circle back around to the help component. It's okay to ask for help. Community is important and finding some time to steal away by yourself.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: when it's the first couple of months, depending on how well baby sleeps and sleep is minimal. Uh-huh. Um, I think sometimes we can get lost. I was talking to a mom friend and she just had her fourth child and I was telling her, I was like, girl, you just have four. I'm about to have two. And for some reason, my brain is like, what is going on? <laughs> and she was like, listen, she was like, I think anything after she said, her experience was after one, it was great. And I was like, really? So she said, just finding that balance after one was a challenge. But once she found it, it was great. But she said, if I gave any advice, and this is what I would give as well. She was like, make sure you make time for yourself. She said, I had gotten so wrapped up into being a mom, which is what I love to do. She said, someone asked me after her third baby before her fourth, what do you like to do for fun? And she was like, there was a long pause.
0: Wow. And she was
1: like, "Well, when was the last time I went out and had fun? Like, what does that look like? Like, what does me time look like now? Like, it's only been about the kids. And so it's been so many years since I've really been able to enjoy myself or what that looks like. So I think making sure that you have help in order to to do that. And then realizing that there's no perfect picture. Sometimes we just have this pressure. Social media does not help. For sure. to, To be this certain way or our kids be this certain way. And that pressure is unhealthy and it can be dangerous. I think just going with the flow, trusting the Lord, enjoying life. When things don't happen the way you thought they would, just laugh and enjoy the moment. Because if you find yourself stressed and overwhelmed, who does that help? You and no one else. Right. So really been intentional about tapping in that help and enjoying embracing the season our kids grow I know you were saying your son is almost two Reagan's almost three I'm like how is this even possible she was just in my arms last week I know you know it happens so fast so to to embrace these moments of maybe lack of sleep or even the challenging times when they're pushing the limits and they're learning their personalities and they're trying to you know test the waters finding that balance and understanding that we were blessed to to parent these children i think so So much i'm like lord i'm so blessed that you thought i was that i was the one to be her mama like how how precious is that and so it's hard sometimes to see that big picture when you're in it and you're walking through and it's 2 AM, you know, and yeah. you know, yeah. all the things are, are, are happening, but just yes. taking a deep breath and saying, Lord, I know that you grace me for this because this baby is in, is, is in my responsibility and in my care. So give me the grace to ask for help when necessary and to also um, find time for, for myself.
0: Yeah, totally, yeah. totally, totally. And I think that piece about just, Understanding that, like God entrusted these children, yes. to so powerful in itself. And you're right, Joy, because when you're up and baby's crying and like, <laughs> the limits, it's like, okay, Lord, you know, like yes. what's going on here? And so, <laughs> exactly. like you know, He entrusted them to us, us to them, and so we're called to their lives, and it will be okay. Everything works That's out. Right. Everything works out. That's so, right. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that and I'm pretty sure that mamas that are listening could appreciate that takeaway for sure. So, thank you for that. And so yeah. just really thinking about your life holistically, mm-hmm. um what would you say that you value the most in your life?
1: The values. The value that's a that's a very that's a very strong word, I think that yes. that I think sometimes we may look over or forget to to consider, but if I were to talk about just the values of life, I'd definitely say I value relationships. I think that I've had to learn to value relationships, but I've realized that God is intentional about relationships and He's a relational father. That's who he is. Yeah. And so learning to value relationships and learning to, to your point, the community, having community, building relationships enjoying the journey of life with relationships has been something that's definitely something that's bloomed and grown over time on the inside of me. Yes. I definitely value the presence of God without it. I'm nothing. You don't even want to talk to me on any given day. <laughs> I, I value being able to, to steal away and get poured back into. So the presence of God is, is something that definitely I value. And then I probably say the, the last thing I value and some of these encompass other things, but it's just family. So Mm -hmm. I think relationships are separate from family, but just the family dynamic that I have with my, my little world, my little family and, and what, what we're able to, what we were called to accomplish in the earth and then the times we're able to enjoy and, and build each other up. So those would probably be my, my top three values for sure.
0: And those are so powerful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I love that. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Yeah. So who would you say that in this season, who or what is your largest motivator?
1: In this season, it would definitely be my husband for sure. He's he's my biggest cheerleader and sometimes my toughest critic. I'm like, babe, goodness. But but I I really appreciate that. I do because I don't want, I was having a conversation. This is kind of a funny. So I recently cut my hair and in times past, my husband has not been a short hair guy. But I was going to do it and all my friends were like, were you going to ask him? And I was like, well, I might, I might surprise him. So I, I, did, I decided to surprise him. So I literally did not know what he was going to say when he walked in the door. So he oh walked in and I didn't say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. And he was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, thanks. And so he liked it a lot. And so I went to and some of the ladies that were there know he's not a short hair guy. And so okay. they're like oh what did, what did your husband say?" And I was like, he said, he liked it, and one of them said, "Well, is he just saying that because he's been married long enough to where he knows the right thing to say?" I was like, "Actually, not this husband, he's not that kind of guy, and so I talked to him later. I was like, "Babe let me tell you what the girl said about you. probably just been nice." He was like, No, nah. he said, No, nah, babe, no, you know we're we're not those kind of we're not that kind of couple. If I didn't like it, I would say, No man you wouldn't <laughs> you would know, and so i would say that that he Even if it stings or burns or if it hurts my feelings, he'll be honest. But in that capacity, it's a little funny. You want to be, you know, nice to your spouse. But even in other situations where I'm like, what do you think about this? He really challenges me, but he really motivates me to be intentional. I asked him one time, I said, well, what do you, what are some blind spots you see? Because we all have blind spots. Just like in a car, there's areas that we just can't see. And so I asked him often, but what do you see? that I'm not seeing. And sometimes when he delivers, I'm like, well, oh, nah, um, this is what it is. And he was like, you asked me, did you want my opinion? Or- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I value that because I know that with his help, I can become the best version of myself.
0: Absolutely. 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 And I think that's one of the large reasons that you guys were called to one another, you know, that's it's right. Two- to do that with one another, and it's like you have to kind of be able to get that criticism and that love on the home turf because this world is just crazy. Right? Yeah,
1: there's savages can... out there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, right. So you have to get that, you know, from someone that you know has your best interests at heart and that loves you undeniably. And yes, so I, I can, I totally agree with that, and I think it's amazing and it's necessary. And so kudos to your husband that's awesome (laughs) it's absolutely awesome and so I want to kind of segue into what you do as a life coach and mentor maybe tell us a little bit about that how you got started with it and yeah we just we just want to hear it joy so go ahead
1: yes i love to share so I think how it all started I would have to go back to about a year ago it'll be a that I launched my business but I had been having conversations with my husband I was working a job at a university and it was so much I got to work with students and particularly my heart and passion is for women and so I got to work with a lot of women and and girls on campus and just have an impact in their lives but I told my husband I said this is a great job but I'm not fulfilled and he was like well let's just begin Uh to have conversation about what that would look like. And so I had to begin to ask myself a ton of questions. And so at first I thought that I wanted to segue into counseling because in in a similar light, you know, with coaching and mentoring, you have that opportunity that one-on-one those conversations to really pull back layers, really dig deep and figure out what may be going on. And so I looked into some programs and just kind of prayed about it and never really got peace. And I was like, you know, this is a, it's a cool opportunity because, because I was on campus at the university, it was a free degree. I'm all about education. Uh, we'll have to talk another day about my journey through education. It's been interesting, <laughs> but um, yes. <laughs> but it it was it was almost tempting because I was aspiring for a higher um, education degree and just trying to figure out what was going on. But then I just began to do research into life coaching and understanding what that means and. What, what does that look like? And so with fur- further just research and prayer, that's what I felt just connected to. And so I told my husband, I said, babe, I think I'm going to be looking into a program just trying to figure out which way to go. He was like, go for it. I think you'd be the best life coach ever. And I was like, are you just saying that, you know? And he was like, no, babe, I think that that's a call. And I said, I think so too, but I wanted to make sure. And so I did a ton of time. The life coaching field is, is, is very unique. And so I actually got connected with a pastor that was also a life coach wow. and I was super excited about that because yeah. I wanted his insight that a regular person that's just a life coach probably wouldn't have and so I went through the training and I had to do a couple sessions with people after I was so nervous because I was like what what do I start but there's just a baseline and then you just kind of go from there and from yeah. there Allison it was just it was I have never been so fulfilled and it was literally wow. as I began to walk into that Calling and as I begin to get clients and as I begin to hear people talk about the testimonials and the experiences they had, I'm like, This is it,
0: wow, this is it,
1: And so wow. my focus areas are relationship, business, and purpose. I really feel like yeah. as women, once we find out who we are, all these other things can manifest out of that. I think a lot of times identity and insecurity cause issues concerns and detours right Uh but I think once we find out who we are in Christ and who we are and who we're meant to be then we can bloom in relationships we can bloom in business but that purpose or that intentional identity pieces is is where it begins so a lot of the coaching and mentoring that I do is just for women that are like hey like this is where I am I'm just being honest help a sister out so we just ask questions we dig deep. Sometimes we go back to childhood. It oftentimes leads back to yeah. experiences from childhood. And we sure. pull back the layers uh, one by one. And we deal with the lies the enemy have told us for years that we believe. And we're like, oh, that's a lie. Absolutely, it is. Right? Yeah. And so just finding out who we are, walking intentionally in that purpose so that we won't leave the earth full.
0: Wow, but we're wow. empty yeah. and making
1: sure that we're doing exactly what God has called us to do because there's a specific call in everyone's life. I tell I tell my clients all the time, like, you realize that, that if you're still alive and breathing, that you're not done yet yeah like it's, it's really it. important to think that it's, it, that's it you are still full of purpose you're still full of intention and there's some, still something that God wants you to do so people are, are passing away that are young old the ages don't matter but I'm like okay they were finished their impact here is done but if you're yeah. still here there are things that you are destined to do so let's find out what those are and not allow the enemy to lie us into fear or lie us into pause Yeah, and, and begin to be intentional about stepping out in those things Oh, my
0: gosh. Joy. Like, I I totally love it. And for me, I think as we just sort of like navigate and really try to like Mm -hmm. align ourselves with purpose, it's so encouraging to hear stories like yours where it's like, I didn't hate my job, actually. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. there's the but like i know it wasn't what god had for me and right. i didn't allow the fact that i was comfortable the fact that i was enjoying it to allow yeah. me to stay in a place that i had already outgrown my time in that space was done right. and so i needed to be back to that word intentional intentional that's about right. doing what it is that god has me to do because yeah. that's when he gets glory and it's like you're literally operating in the space that he's called you to. And so you mm-hmm. think about all of the women that are attached to the work that you do. Like, it's crazy to even think <laughs> about. You know, God is having you even steward over these women. And it's mm-hmm. because you decided to get into alignment. And that to me is just, oh girl, you're about to be <laughs> I just love it. Seriously, I love it. Because it's not always easy to take no. that those- you know, it's, it's not always easy. Scary. Yeah. scary. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. It's, scary. Yeah. it's weighty. It's that fear yeah. of the unknown, That's but right. you just do, you do what God told you to do and he's got the rest covered and you That's are right. a true Testament to that. So, oh my God, like, I love <laughs> it. Girl. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so how would you say like this endeavor has really like stretched you as a person?
1: I think it's taught me and it's it's one of the things I do. So, I, of course, I do coaching and mentoring. But one of the, the areas that I feel most connected to is just a level of faith. And I actually run a cohort of women, about seven women, seven weeks, and it's called um, Faith Game Strong. And so I think that my faith has just grown in a supernatural way because it's one thing to hear what God is saying and you say, oh, I believe, I believe God. But do you really, do you believe him enough to know that if he gave you instructions with no map, that you literally have to hear his voice for the next step, that you do it as type A personalities, as moms, as, you know, all (laughs) the things that we are as women um, and relinquishing relinquishing control in a way that may feel uncomfortable. What does your faith really look like? So my faith has grown in just a supernatural way through this journey as well.
0: Wow, I love that because it's like, not only are the individuals that you are coaching and pouring into, not only are they growing and receiving revelation, but it's also pouring back into. Yes,
1: absolutely. I'm definitely growing. I love it. I love it. I don't ever want to get to the point to where I'm never a student. Like, I want to be a a forever learner. And I I learned so much from my clients. I tell them, I said, you know, you thought that this was for you. I'm like, you are filling me up, sister. She's like, well, I just, I'm just. I'm just telling it. I said, keep telling it, you know, you're blessing me. And so it's definitely a, a two-sided situation for sure.
0: And that's such a blessing because I often, you know, just in my own life, I see so many times that as you kind of aspire to these leadership roles, it's your job to like steward over individuals. And sometimes you can feel depleted because you're not yeah. always being poured back into, but it's mm-hmm. nice. That like what? you do is almost twofold, like, it's it's so reciprocal, and so I love that, and I think it's necessary, and I think that's what you need to continue to push, right, knowing that you're being spoken to as well, and so... That's absolutely amazing. And so when you started to launch your business, would mm-hmm. you say that you've encountered any roadblocks along the way as you kind of just pressed towards the mark? Oh,
1: yes. but Absolutely, I did. I, I, sometimes I sat back and I'm like, okay, God, this was a, this was a God idea, not a good idea, right? Because of the difference yeah. between the two. Absolutely. And so I had to, 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 re, to refocus myself when I wanted to launch a different program. I want to launch a, a mentorship capacity or something. And some of those flopped. And to this day, they have not, they haven't yet manifested into what I thought they would look like, but yeah. I learned to not get discouraged, to trust God and to go back and say, okay, God, well, if you're not saying this for now, then I can show it for later. But what are you saying for now? Because I know you told me this, but sometimes my timing can be a little bit, I can be a little bit giddy, right? Yeah. I'm, super, I'm the kind of person that, you know, if somebody calls and says, Hey, this is a cool opportunity. I should probably take a week to pray about it. I take about 48 hours. Okay, God, I, I can hear you. <laughs> TJ's like, babe. Let's process all the pros and cons. I'm like, this is an awesome opportunity, you know, so I I know, I know me. And so I have to make sure that me doesn't get in the way of sometimes what God says, but I definitely have hit some roadblocks and definitely have had some unsuccessful just attempts to, to launch things or to do things in business. Or I thought that one thing would work out one way and it didn't, but I just found out that if there's a failure or something that didn't quite work out, that doesn't make me a failure that doesn't make me, you know, Anything except for who God has called me to be, and so just okay. realizing and not allowing the enemy to say, "Oh, that didn't work out." Well, are you gonna work out? Like, is this really what you're supposed to be doing? And to not even let those lies creep in because they're coming. He yeah. loves to play around with those type things because it always right. points back to who you are. And if he can get you to think that you're not who you are, then you're not gonna do what you're supposed to do. Come and on, so- that's
0: the <laughs> word. That's the word. Amen. You're right so, about that. Yeah. So
1: I just, I just keep my focus, refocus, recenter, refocus often. Make sure I hear what God is saying and if something like I said doesn't work out exactly when I don't just tear it to shreds I might relook you know relook at it reprocess it and then ask God okay well what's the best timing for you because he also knows what's ahead in my life that I don't know Absolutely. so as I'm thinking this is great in this season he's like well actually this opportunity is coming down the road and if you have this it'll be a distraction Amen. and so just learning that Every good thing comes from the Lord. He's not going to withhold anything good from us. So if, yeah. if something is not happening in the timing that it's supposed to, his timing is perfect. But I have yeah. to trust and believe that if it doesn't work out in my timing, that he's not withholding anything good from me.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. I love that. And sometimes it's hard to grapple with, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It is it is but I think again like when you know who you are in him and you know that he, he you are his daughter and he takes yeah. good care of his children whatever he has for your life it will manifest you know it, it will, will. Come to pass it will. yeah totally and like yeah. that's what we have to rest in and so that couldn't be any more true like seriously absolutely um and so joy what would you say um when you think about just the benefits of the work that you do as a life coach, as mm-hmm. a mentor, how can these type of services be beneficial to mamas?
1: I think I'd segue back to what we mentioned before about just making sure that we're okay. I think that having the opportunity to have a conversation with someone who a is in your world because I get it, right? I'm a mama. And yeah. B, even if, Even if you don't talk to a mom or whatever, as a coach, you need somebody that can hold you accountable, that can raise up your arms, that can challenge you and encourage you. And that can make sure that you are continually filled up. And so of course our time in the presence of God is primary in that capacity, but we also are here on earth with people. And I think God values relationships. And because of that, it's important for us to connect, link up, you know, make intentional our time with people that can see who we are, can maybe even see areas that we don't see, can speak to the life on the inside of us that we've maybe thought died when our third kid was born. Right. And so just understanding the importance of linking up with somebody who is literally trained and gifted and created to make sure that we're being the best version of ourselves.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's necessary. And it's a perfect segue into another question that I wanted to ask. And we see it so much these days, but especially in the African-American community, the community there yeah. is a stigma around counseling, mentorship, and even coaching in any aspect, you know? Yeah. Um, but what would you say are some ways that like we could continue to break that down? I know one is just... You getting in alignment, honestly, that's an answered prayer right there. <laughs> oh, thanks. You really need and and I'm so serious about it because you really need representation, right? You need yeah. people that look like yourselves to say, Hey, yeah. like this is okay. And it's not just okay, it's amazing. And we're over here healing and we're growing. That's right. And we're that's just right. Walking into the things of God. And so what would you say are some ways that like we could continue to break down that stigma um, that's surrounded by like mental health and wellness?
1: I think just telling the story. I think a lot of times, and I think, well, let me just back up. We talked about the mama and not asking for help and having everything taken care of. I think there's this stigma because if you are a strong black woman, you do all the things. And I think it comes back from centuries ago with what black women had to experience and overcome. And I'm grateful that we have had women that were literally sojourners and have created pathways for us to be able to walk and to experience ourselves and be inside of rooms and, and do things that were not the case, you know, even 30, 40 years ago. But I think that with that strong stigma, We oftentimes can handicap or shut ourselves off from being of ourselves. Now, we can be ourselves. We can be great. We can be strong. But we're suffering and we're dying from the inside out because there are things that are happening on the inside of us that need to be discussed, healed, dealt with. We need to be set free from them so that we won't be intentional about passing it on to the next generation. But we don't take time to do that because we think that we have to be these strong, black, don't need help don't need anything women and so like I said I, I value the strong black woman. I, I value strong women in general any race but I think that telling the story allowing people to understand that you don't lose you're not less than you're not yeah. broken you're not flawed you're not you know none of these things that we make create in our brain to be if we are really open and honest with someone to say, you know what? I need help. You know what? This yeah. area I'm struggling. You know what? I yeah. see my mom struggling in this area and I'm determined that my daughter won't struggle in this area. I need Absolutely.
0: help. And Absolutely.
1: so asking for that, waving the white flag, telling the story and being intentional is what is necessary. And I think for me, that's what, that's where it began because before I became a coach, I knew there were things that I needed to deal with on the inside of me, Allison. Because Mm. I didn't hurting people, hurt people, broken people, break people. I was not trying to be a jacked up person, jacking up people. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I really had to be intentional and had to go into some deep, dark years ago areas and have some serious conversations and say, okay, well, what lie have you believed here? And what, what narrow pathway in your brain have you traveled over and over that has created this idea that is false? And mm-hmm. how can you be intentional about breaking down this lie, this, this pathway that you've continued so that Reagan, you know, so that your children won't yeah. subconsciously find themselves in that same place because of what you've continued to do. And I was determined, I was like, let me tell you something. My kids will not,
0: Amen. They will not you know, Amen. Like,
1: stops here. generational curses are real. It's, and so I'm yeah. really intentional about saying, okay, like, even if this is not for me, even if I feel like I'm okay, I'm good. What about them? Amen. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. And you know what, Joy? I never, wow. I never looked at it that way until literally two seconds ago when you said, you know, me showing up to counseling or to coaching or receiving a mentor, maybe it's not for me. I'm the one that's That's sitting in this space, but maybe I'm here representing the life that is attached to me. And that's my children, my children's children. That's right generations are attached mm-hmm. to me and mm-hmm. so maybe I don't feel like I can break these things down for myself but for my child I think there's a different sacrifice that's made when you think about you know what you're going to allow to die in you so yes. that your child doesn't have to serve that so yes It's powerful to me because I never really saw it that way. And I think that should definitely be a part of the conversation, you know, for some Mm -hmm. people that don't feel as though they want to or they need to do these things. But it's like, okay, what about the lives that you love? That's right. So that right there is gold, my sister. I love it. That yeah, yes, that's definitely something powerful. Oh my gosh, Joy, you are just a breath of fresh air. Oh, I you're so totally sweet. Appreciated. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, And I really just want to ask, how can mamas be in touch with you, be in touch with your services, and just yes. really stay connected to what it is that you're doing?
1: Sure, sure. So um, I am on Instagram. My Instagram name is Joy underscore Bradford. I have a website where people can kind of look around to see the different services I offer, reach out if there's an event or something they're interested in having me present at. My website is www.joybradford.com. I'm also on Facebook, Joy Bradford, same name, and I can be reaching all those segues if you want to email me, reach out. I am lifecoachjoybradford at gmail.com. So pretty much if you search Joy Bradford, you should find me one way or the <laughs>
0: you right. Yeah. That's awesome. And mamas, I will be sure to share all of Joy's contact information. So if you weren't able to write it down or you don't memorize it, although it seems like it's Joy Bradford on every media, <laughs> I will make sure to um, provide you guys with that information. So Joy, thank you again for your yes,
1: time. Yes, thank you for having me.
0: Yes, 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 yes. This was everything. But before I let you go, I have to ask you um, yes. in six words can you tell us what your life's motto is or what this season in your life represents
1: I can I would say laugh often Mm
0: -hmm.
1: pray regularly Mm. and love hard
0: wow I love that I love that three very very necessary things absolutely oh I love it, Joy. Oh, my gosh. Again, you are so appreciated for your time, for your knowledge, just your spirit. You're so amazing. And I really appreciate you taking out the time to just join us today. It's been great. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we will definitely be in touch. I hope that you enjoy the balance of your day. Mamas, I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Joy. I know that I did. And wow, what a breath of fresh air she is. It's such an honor to have her on and it really is my heart's prayer that you receive some valuable information today and are just really encouraged to do that thing. Whatever God has laid on your heart, your purpose-led dreams and desires, I pray that you're encouraged to really chase them down because there's so much that comes on the other side of just really activating whatever god has led you to do so if anything push on press on mama because we have work to do for sure but before i let you go you know we have to close out in prayer so let's do it father god we just thank you god we simply just thank you for being god and god alone god we thank you for just reigning and ruling over each and every one of our lives god In moments where we didn't even feel you near, God, thank you for never letting go of us. God, thank you for reminding us that we are your daughters, God, and that you will never leave or forsake us. God, I thank you so much for joy. God, I thank you so much for her life, God, and who she is, God, and all of the wonderful ideas that you have given her, God, to just go forth, and launch, God. I thank you that her life, God, will just be a testimony to so many people, God, that may be discouraged, God, that may not know how to put all the pieces together once transitioning into this amazing role called motherhood. God, I pray that she would be a light, God, that her life would be an example, that you can still do all things, God, because through it all, you give us the strength. So God, I pray just in that same vein of strength that you would give Joy the strength that she needs to continue running her business, God, and leading in all of the capacities and serving in all of the ways in which she does in her family, in the church, in the community, God. I pray that you would fill her up, God. Allow her to experience a newness in you, God. I pray that you would bless her family, God, her beautiful growing family. I pray that, Uh, she would have a successful and safe delivery God and just a safe and successful birthing process God and that she would be able to add yet another tentacle to her family God another beautiful beautiful baby God that you have called your own I pray that you would bless she and her husband God in their marriage God and continue to strengthen them as they continue to grow with one another and God ultimately just under your protection. God, I thank you so much for all that she is. And God, I pray another blessing over all of the mamas that are listening to this podcast, God, that tune in faithfully, God. I pray that they are encouraged and inspired, God. I pray that there's something that was said today, God, that would spark something down on the inside of them, God, and so that they would never be the same, God. Whether it's a new idea, God, or a new perspective, God, or a new frame of mind, God, I know that you can do it. And so, God, I pray that you would give them mamas, whatever they need, God, whatever they're seeking to receive from these episodes, God, I pray that those needs are being met. God, I pray for their lives, for their children, for their families, God, for the future of their families, God. I thank you so much for reminding us that our steps are so ordered, God. And even when we don't know what's going on and even when we feel that there's chaos and confusion, God, you have already gone before. So God, remind us to rest in that and in that alone, God. We thank you for truly just being a good, good father. God, we love you. We bless you. We honor you. We worship you. God, you are amazing. And you are so worthy to be praised. God, help us to continue carrying our crosses each and every day, God. So that every day that we walk out this life, God, we look like so much more of you and so much less of us, God. We love you and we thank you for the opportunity just to simply say thanks. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.